0: This is the Wealthy Contractor Podcast, brought to you by G4 Marketing. Interviews with today's top home improvement entrepreneurs about marketing, sales, money, mindset, and lifestyle. Now, here's your host, Brian
1: Kaskavalsian.
0: All right, everybody. Welcome to this episode of the Wealthy Contractor Podcast. This is Brian Kaskavalsian with G4 Marketing Group. And today I am with Ken Sherman from Century, wait, is it Century
1: Windows and Doors or is it Century Home? I should know this. Well, it's interesting. It's, it's actually Century Windows and Doors, but we're currently mid-rebrand to Brookstone Home Exteriors. Uh, so we're actually changing the entire business yet again, you know, cause it's the fourth year and that's what you just need to do all the time. Right. So,
0: okay, wait a minute. So now we've started off, this is going to be a, this was already going to be an interesting conversation, everybody, <laughs> but now it's going to get a little bit more interesting. So I did not know this. So yeah. you were in the middle of rebranding to Brookstone.
1: Yeah, Brookstone Home Exteriors, uh, because uh, again, right, as as you learn um, from some of the best, you start to understand where the opportunities are and what they're doing to kind of convert, right? So, uh, So we're looking at, you know, if we're already in the home and we're doing windows and doors, we can literally be in the exact same home for pretty well the same price and now offering roofing solutions and siding and soffit and trough and full finishes and whatever the case might be. So yeah, our aim is to actually... Triple the volume and profitability by being able to hit the same customer base with added services. So we're not one and done anymore, right? That's a big problem.
0: Awesome. So, but why the name Brookstone?
1: You know, it just sounds cool. To be honest, I know that I know that's lame, but uh, no, actually,
0: no, no, I I agree with that. I agree it's, with that.
1: It sounds cool. Like it, we what we did is we reached out online uh, to this company. I can't remember the name off the top of my head right now, but I can get that info. And what they do is they, they, they work with people all over the world. Right. And, uh, and what you do is you say, okay, I'm looking to create a brand for X, whatever that X is. Here's kind of some of the things we're looking at, come up with names. And we had like a thousand submissions. It's not expensive. It's like seven, 800 bucks. And then the winner who picks the name you end up going with gets like 300 bucks. So we have people from South America, from Europe, from the United States, from Canada, from everywhere, giving us submissions. And Brookstone is the one we kind of fell in love with. And then, uh, and then basically from there, the same company will do like a logo design. So you send it out to them and then they give you like 400 different logo concepts. And then you can modify the logo concepts. And we came up with a really cool logo and icon from it as well. Uh, but yeah, just just it sounds cool. It's modern. And you know we kind of consider ourselves a modern company in a very traditional industry. So we're trying to embrace that as much as possible.
0: I love it. Was it, uh, did you use 99designs?
1: No, it's not. It's, uh, I I don't have, I can't, uh, hold on. Let me just search really quick here as we're talking. I could probably find it. But uh, yeah, that, that was the idea. You know, everyone says a logo has to have uh, a name and has to have a a meaning behind it. And, and, uh, and why, you know, and I get that, but we know our why. And we just wanted a cool name that people can kind of listen and relate to and Plus the URL was available too, which is always Oh, available. that's
0: yes, that's always helpful.
1: Right. And I the, like
0: the I like having the word stone as part of the name.
1: Right. That's, that's, that's too, immediately
0: right? where I went was stone. I like that solid, hard, you know? Um I yeah. like I like it, I like yeah, it a it's, lot it's actually.
1: Exterior. It's exteriors. Brickstone home exteriors. And the the icon's cool too. It has a little red roof on it and a window in the center and it's just, it's cool. Anyone looking at it would be like, Oh, it's kind of a cool brand. Right. And you know what, listen, this is the issue I, I find when I'm talking to people in the industry and especially the the, the guys at the top, right. They, they're they so um, different in their way of thought about the business where, you know, you, you talk to most window and door guys, or I, I don't know about roofing and siding and just getting into it, but they're very traditional in the throw process. Like we, you know, we do window and doors. Right. And, and, uh, and when you talk to the guys that get it, that are doing those volumes and having that profitability and success, they do excellent service, right? And 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 it's it's a completely different mentality, and I find that that's what's kind of driving the industry forward. And and uh, so we're we're excited because using this concept of of you know a customer journey and being customer. Uh, we call ourselves customer obsessed. In fact, that's what we're going to have as our tag tagline: Brookstone Home Exteriors, customer obsessed. And just just to focus on good service, and you build out your customer journey, and you build out all your processes from that. Uh, you know, it, it's a completely different way of thinking about home renovations. And uh, I love it. Yeah, we're pumped about it. Like it, it's really, really cool. Uh, some of the things that uh, that you can you can create using if you just think in this way right i I remember when i walked into brian's office over at Hanson's, and uh and i met the the lady that works at the customer service counter there and her title was director of first impressions i'm like that is so cool right it's just such a unique way of of looking at your culture and looking at your company that like hey listen we are all here to work for our customers right we're all here to create the, the, the best systems the best outcomes, uh, the best uh, pro- processes to support that homeowner. And, you know, that's that, that's really not common today. And, and I believe, Brian, that that is the future of our industry, that, that this conceptually becomes the norm where homeowners are going to receive and they do deserve better, right? Um, so anyway, that's...
0: I love it. So um, we have not even introduced you yet. Nobody knows your story. Nobody knows where you're from. If they haven't picked up on it yet, um, Ken is from Canada. And believe it or not, Ken, you are my first interview on the podcast of uh, a Canadian. Now, you are also our first real Canadian client at G4, um right. funny story, I met Ken last year at a Dave Yoho event. Not a lot of Canadians show up at those events, <laughs> but Ken was there, um, heard me, I guess, on a panel, comes up to me and said, I want to work with you. I'm like, great. Tell me a little bit about your company, blah, blah, blah. And then he says he's in Canada. I'm like, oh, Canada. <laughs> I don't have any clients in Canada. I haven't figured Canada out yet. But I want to work with you. So uh, thanks to Ken, um, we worked it out. But tell everybody, give everybody kind of the two-minute version of your story, and then we're going to go deep on um, what what you got going on over there.
1: Well, I, I mean, I'm a sales guy, right? So that that's... That's always been my passion, and I'm I'm customer focused. So, uh, I remember when I was younger, I sold cars and mattresses, furniture, vacuums, and all that kind of stuff, right? And then, my mom and dad wanted to open up a medical spa, and I joined them right out of university, and we opened up the spa. And it, you know, it started doing well. We put in processes, it became kinky. and then I'm like, okay, I want to try something else now. And I looked in the paper, and this window company in the area was advertising and saying you can earn six figures in your first year, and I'd never earned six figures before, so. I said, okay, well, let's try that. And then I tried that. And of course it did very well. And then, uh, I'm like, hold on a second here. I, I think I could do this better. Right. And I, I started to think about the home renovation market and how much fun I was having with homeowners and then how much the service wasn't really there. You know, like I was selling it, but it really wasn't there. And I said, I, I know I can do this better. So I basically took my last couple of paychecks and I said, all right, let's go door knocking. And uh, like Brian and and others, uh, that's where I got my start. I started knocking doors, doing inspections and and free quotes for customers, and then started to build the business. And that was about, what, four and a half years ago. And uh, and it's grown leaps and bounds exponentially, right?
0: Yeah. So you started what year? 2014?
1: 2014. Yep. Yeah, late, so September 2014.
0: September 2014. And um, last year, 2018, how many jobs did you complete?
1: Uh, We did uh, 860 projects last year.
0: 860 projects. Um, I'd say that's, that's pretty good for your fourth year.
1: Yeah, I mean you know this about me, but I'm quite aggressive in nature. I, I think sometimes to a fault, right? Um, but the truth is this, if you think about your business and you, and you think about, okay, what uh, creates a successful business? And then what you do is you go find these people that have successful businesses like yourself, Brian, and and Brian Elias and you know uh, Adam Blank from Wallside and uh, a few others that I've talked to and met, Charlie, obviously, at the last uh, Accelerator conference. You know, you talk to these people and then just ask them very, very plainly, like, tell me what you're doing and why it's working for you. You don't have to reinvent anything, right? All you have to do is just copy exactly what they say uh, and then send them a text and an email once in a while and say, hey, am I on to this? Like, does this make sense? And if they tell you to do something, just do it blindly with absolute trust. And holy cow, do you get results from that? Like, I'll give you a couple of examples, right? And Brian Elias is a huge mentor of mine. I mean, he, he's just phenomenal, right? If anyone's heard his podcast or got to know him. And you know what? You know, you get to struggle with something. For example, I was struggling with my controller and i put in a controller i'm like yeah i don't know how i feel i think he's okay blah 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 so i call brian i'm like hey here's my situation he says get rid of him <laughs> and i'm like i'm like really he's like yeah 100% he said if he's not the right guy you know he's not the right guy why are you wasting your time and why are you wasting his time he has a career he can build too and he's absolutely right you know so you can't be afraid of making decisions because if these people tell you that this is the right decision, they've already made those mistakes. They've already been down that road of keeping the wrong person in the wrong seat for too long. And, and if you trust that, it's so cool what the universe actually provides you with. Because the second, you know, we moved on from that, con- from that controller, our new controller, she is amazing. Like just completely changed our business in 90 days, right? Um, so I- I've learned early, early on that I, I seek to build relationships with people that have found that success. And then I just listen to them blindly and then I apply what they say. And I always drive success from that every time, like without fail. So my, my big aha was just build relationships with people that you want to become. And, 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 and if you do that, you can't fail. You really can't. I mean, you'll have hiccups. We're not perfect. But yeah, man, like it's amazing the potential you can you can get to if you just believe you can get there.
0: Yeah. So the, what's interesting is one of the reasons, and you know this, and one of the reasons I asked you to come on is because this is what you do. <laughs> I see you. I mean, I've only known you for a year. It's I, I feel like I've known you for years and years and years because- We see each other a lot at events. We work together now. You're a client. um, But you do this unlike anybody I think I've ever seen before. And I talk about it all the time. We talk about it here on this podcast. I say, why are you trying to do anything on your own? Somebody else has already figured it out. Go find them. Go ask them and go implement it. Well, you know, to you, the listener – this guy here that I'm talking to is living proof that that strategy actually works. And I've, and I've told you this before, I wish I did it. I wish <laughs> I understood that way back when, because I could have had Charlie Gundell as a mentor in home improvement.
1: Yeah. And, and he's I a messed mentor, that up. Right. Well, look, here's the thing. And I believe it comes from a place of fear, right? I think we all, have anxiety about hard decisions, right? Um, and when you talk to these people like Charlie, like Brian, like Adam, like, well, like yourself, Brian, like when, when, you, when you communicate with these people and then they tell you, don't worry. If you do this, it will work. And you suddenly believe in it, two things happen. Number one, you get a direction. Right. And the biggest challenge of decision making is just the inability to find a direction in which you want to make that decision. Right. Once you've already found your direction, you start to go full tilt. And so people ask me, how the heck do you do this? And, you know, and I get asked that a lot and I don't want to I don't want to sound cocky or anything. I do. I get asked this by my employees and uh, vendors and so forth. And I'm like, listen, I, I don't do this really. Like all I'm doing is following in the footsteps of others and I'm using their methodology, and I'm just using it to a T, right? And I know that in my heart, their methodology works because they're at $100 million in volume at 50, 20% net profitability. So if that's where they're at, then clearly these guys know what the heck they're talking about, right? right? And so if I ask them a question and they give me some direction, I just fire after it, like with my eyes closed, right? I just, I go in that direction without fear. So if you, if you feel the anxiety or the fear, ask yourself, what am I being fearful of? So you're fearful of a bad decision, losing money, whatever the case might be. But if these people have made the mistakes and they tell you to go in a certain direction and they've already found the success, then all you're fearful of is just your ability to follow through when in fact, what you need to do for your business is follow through, right? Have the discipline to follow through. That, that's, that's fundamental.
0: Let me, let's go back a little bit. Um, I want to go back to, uh, let's say, so you started late 2014. Now what's interesting, and, and I want to make sure everybody caught this, but um, this business was not funded by anybody except his two paychecks and um, his going and knocking on doors. Um, when I say his, I mean Ken. Yeah. Um, Have you taken on any outside money? Builder Prime is changing the game for home improvement contractors. Imagine having everything you need to help your business grow in one place. CRM, estimating marketing automation with SMS, production management software, and now call center dialer integration, all wrapped into one easy to use package. And it's never been easier to switch CRMs. Hundreds of contractors trust Builder Prime to grow their businesses with powerful reporting tools to see which leads are making money, which sales reps are the top performers, and where to optimize for the greatest impact. We're talking about winning more jobs, boosting productivity, and delighting your customers. Are you ready to fuel your business growth even faster without all the daily frustrations of your current tech stack? You owe it to yourself, your team, and your business to learn why everyone is switching over to Builder Prime, the only true does-it-all CRM for home improvement contractors, head over to builderprime.com and request a personalized demo with an expert today.
1: Uh, I've used some bank money to to leverage growth recently. That's the first time I've done it because I, I just I know where I can be in a year from now if I take some money to help me to help mm-hmm. me get there. Um but I mean just just your standard bank financing, like no. Yeah, but getting
0: finance. but getting yourself to this point.
1: No, um, all 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 cash flow. Like I right,
0: all cash flow. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um and I know that you're doing that now with the bank financing. We talked about it and you kind of gave me your plan for it. I thought, you know, very, very smart. For a lot of people, let's talk about that for a second. For a lot of people, that's not a great move it's no, a bad. No.
1: and i i st- i still I'm challenged by that move to be honest with you i believe i could have even done it with cash flow mm-hmm. remember in business you're not just responsible to you and your family you're also responsible to the people that work with you as well to make good decisions right yep. and cash flow is fundamental remember if you're experiencing quick growth in my in our case exponential like it went from you know 1 million to 3 million to uh 6 million to last year uh million to this year going to be 12. Like, you know, when you're experiencing that type of growth, the problems and process issues are very, very significant, right? So you're burning through cash to deal with those process evolutions that are happening in behind the scenes, right? Because your process needs to evolve. Now, in my case, I did it because my concern was if one of my processes is really lagging and I have a lot of, uh, mistakes associated with, it's going to cost money to fund those mistakes. Right. But do not ever borrow money for the sake of like standard operation. In my opinion, find a way to create profitability. I, Brian, I learned this from you uh, and, and, and Brian Elias as well. Like always make sure you have profitability built in first. Right. Right, because That profitability will pay for your service tech, will pay for the better sales guy, will pay for the, the new CRM that you're implementing, will pay for your configurator, will pay for your, all these things that you need in your business in order to be the best in your market are getting paid for by profit, right? So mm-hmm. ensure that it's there. Now, how do you achieve profitability was a big question for me. So when it's funny, when I started, I thought I have to go cheaper in order to capture market share. The company I worked for before I quit and went out on my own, um, they were the most expensive in the marketplace, right? So I'm like, great, I'll cut my prices by 35% and, and I'll capture market. And it was funny, I got in the house and where I used to tell people it's $12,000, now I tell them it's $10,000 and what do you think they're telling me? That's still too much money, right? Like, right. that That doesn't matter to the homeowner. So then I'm like, okay, well, if I still got to fight for the business at the same level I had to before, then why am I reducing my profitability? So I just put my prices right back up became just under them like a hair under them and now I'm at the same price or higher in the marketplace to become the most expensive but what what that means is that I offer way better service because I have three service techs right and I have a better CRM that they can use on site cuz I can afford to pay for it and we have better technology and we we use a be- whatever that case might be so all of that carries through if you're looking at growing your business do not and by any by any stretch start reducing pricing and going to get going to the bank for money what you need to do is make sure that you have profitability built in you have a process in place that's measurable trainable and repeatable that you have the ability to to uh uh get accountability from your team and and pay them well and then you can grow very very effectively without even talking to a bank and that's that's the dream right
0: right now what was your, what was while, as you're growing the business, and you go from million three, six, nine, 12, you had a solid profit model. But what was your, what were a couple of your big challenges?
1: Well, human resources, obviously, right? Um, the biggest, the biggest challenge is you depend on humans instead of depending on process right? So Brian, you're helping me out with this and refer me to like EOS. And I started reading the book, uh, what's it called? Uh, traction. Yeah, I just, yeah, i am done it now. Um, if you, if you rely on humans, some of those humans are phenomenal. And especially at the beginning of your business, you might get a couple of humans that are just out of this world capable and life is great and you're flying. And then one of those humans leaves, right? And you're like, okay, well, I'll just replace him with another human. But what you realize is that other human does not have the capacity that the human before them did. And all of a sudden, you're like, ah, shit. Now I have to do this job to help this human who's great, just not as capable. And I'm I'm having problems, mistakes, customer issues, and so forth. Instead, what I need is an actual process, right? So being a salesperson, the first process I learned, and I mean, I referenced Dave Yoho, obviously, I, I think his system's awesome. I've heard really good things about Rodney Webb as well. I haven't investigated that at all. But at the end of the day, um, find a process or a methodology as, as Dave refers to it, that you follow the same process every single day. So in our business, one thing that drove sales was the process of the sales uh, method, right? One thing that challenged us is a lack of process in the back end because I'm not an installer or an operations manager, right? It's not, not my mantra. So I had to start thinking like that. Right. And so I started asking Brian, for example, how do you set up your store model where, you know, you're, you're at a distance, you have these people working in a territory that's two hours away from you. How's it being managed? And he gave me some insight. He said, well, you need this kind of person in place and this kind of person, more importantly, need a process. So uh, I brought in an, an an implementer uh, which we talked about at Accelerate, and Bill's fundamentally changed my business and that now when we have a vision to create something, we have someone that implements that vision, right? And, uh, and I, I mean, that's a big misstep. So for me, it was human resources. And now the focus in our company is process, process, process. So it doesn't matter what human you have in the seat. Well, it does matter. I should, That's not true. You still need good people, but you can have a semi-capable person in the right seat with the right process and they can be very capable of what they're doing.
0: Right. Well, and also when you have a, you know, in the United States, we call it process. Um, I know up there, you guys call it process. um, (laughs) um, but yeah, when you have, when you have the process in place, when you have that system in place, and like you said, it's, it's measurable, it's trainable, it's repeatable. Um, now you find out very quickly, and then when you've got a system like EOS that makes the whole thing accountable, yeah. Well, now you find out very quickly whether you got the right person in the right seat or you got the wrong person in the wrong seat.
1: Totally, um, totally. I know. I know you personally had that happen we right? did. in your
0: business. Yeah. Yep, absolutely.
1: Uh, and, and that was aha for me too. Even from for again, I referenced Brian Elias a lot. Uh, I'm sorry to do that, but. He, he, he and I talk a lot and he teaches me a lot. Yeah. Um, but again, he, he, when I was, you know, when I was visiting with him. I remember the one day and he's looking at his screens. He's got like these six screens in his office. I don't know if you've ever been to his place there, but, and he's looking at LinkedIn, on every screen and he's looking for humans, right? Yep. People, the right people for the right seats. Mm-hmm. And that's, I don't remember what book that's from. Right. But it's, uh, I don't know if it's good to great or whatever that is, but the reality is that the right people in the right seat with the right process makes a key difference and if you're implementing process process sorry and you're you're trying to drive it but the person in that seat is not on board with that process what you're going to find is very quickly that they're not the right fit and like right. you said Brian you just you move on and it's funny once you agree to move on within like 2 weeks the right person is in the seat it's crazy but the universe right. always provides Well, and that's it. You know,
0: I'm going to come back to that in a minute. Um, But going back to Elias for a minute, or Brian Elias for a minute, um, you know, for him, everything is is a a who problem. It's not a how problem. Hundred percent. How am I going to get it done? He's worried. He he's looking at who am I going to put in place to get it done. And you know, Brian is uh, Brian sold his company last year. And Brian right now is involved in, well, you know, he still has some role there, but Brian's got five or six other businesses that he's working on. And what's interesting about him is, you know, everything with him is, well, I've got this person that's doing that. I'm working with that person that's doing that. He's just installing people into the right places. He's got, you know, we were talking Last week about a new business that he's going to start.
1: Of course he is. Of course
0: he is. Of course, yeah. (laughs) But it's like he's not going to go in there, and he's he came up with the idea. He'll come up with the capital. He'll drive the business. He'll tell him, hey, this is where we're going. But he's not in. He's not going to be in there running the business. And and you know, I I think I told you this that we me and Addy at the beginning of 2018. Um, we started with with the the mindset of it's not a how problem, it's a who problem. Mm-hmm. And it's a hard way to think if you're not used to it.
1: Oh, it's a very hard way to think because you're essentially now in your mind, looking at the people within your organization and the people you love and care for that have been with you for, in my case, not a long time, but still feels like forever, right? And all of a sudden, you're you're looking at them from a completely different perspective. Mm-hmm. And it's challenging because that perspective sometimes brings you to a place where you're like, holy cow. Uh, uh, you know what? I'll give you an example. Brian kind of brought me to this conclusion as far as the who problem, right? But all these books you read, if you pay attention, it's really a very similar message, right? Yep. You know, um, from from the e you see the process, right? But he also talks about people, right? From good to great, you see people all the time. It's always kind of people-driven. And so I ended up eliminating, in my organization, three key people. Um, because I'm like, it's just it's not the right fit. It's not. They're excellent. They're brilliant. I don't have a lot of customer mistakes. Everything's great. But from where we want to go and how we want to get there, they're never going to be on board. Right. So your responsibility is to your business and that means that you have to make sure the decisions you make and the people, people within that organization are 100% on board with your vision and where your business needs to go, right? And once you create that culture like you you did with Addy, right? Saying, hey, look, we need to create a culture of people that are like-minded and accountable to our vision and our look, view of success. Then you start to bring those people in and then the growth is exponential because all of a sudden shit just gets done that you never even thought needed to be done before because those people are logically uh, coming to the same conclusions that support where you want to be. It's, it's, I don't know how to explain it. It's electric. It's like an energy, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean that, that's where, to be honest, I'm not brilliant. Okay. I'm not the best salesperson, I'm certainly not an installer of windows and doors, I'm not the top operations person or anything like that. I'm a person that has a vision and idea of where I think this business can get to based on opportunity and I'm a person of culture, which means I I I'm responsible in my company for the culture and the tone with which we we do business. The rest of it are are the people you put in place and Brian Elias is king at this. He just yeah. He, he, can, he, can, he can look at you and immediately decipher whether or not you could be of value to him in one of his organizations, right? And that's not a bad thing at all. I think that, that's, that's his brilliance, right? That really yeah.
0: Well, you know, there's another thing about you, and, and I wonder, I'm going to ask you the question, I wonder if you're going to be able to answer it. Okay. Um, so you said earlier the universe will provide. You are also a believer, um, how so one of the things to go from you know to experience the kind of growth that you have one of the things that has to happen in your mind is you now have to believe that your you yourself are worth more <laughs> financially right so you know there's we talk about this all the time. You know, if your mindset is that whatever the amount is, $50,000 a year, a hundred thousand dollars a year, 500,000, a $5 million a year, the amount doesn't matter. It's that's where people's, you know, everybody has a, an idea of what they're
1: worth. Think and grow rich. That's what you're referencing.
0: Yeah. Now every year, us entrepreneurs, we need to think bigger because if you're not growing, you're dying that's right now, what you've done in four years, you know if we just kind of do a little bit of math, I'm not gonna do it for people, but you've you've your income has gone up pretty dramatically
1: mm-hmm.
0: your personal net worth yes. has probably gone up pretty dramatically
1: yes very much
0: how what do you do to Prepare your mind for that because, and this is to the listener, because if you if you don't believe it first, if you don't feel first that you're worth X plus or two times or three times or 10 times where you are, it's never going to happen. Oh, 100%. So how
1: do you 100%. do that? How do you prepare yourself for I. I, I believe in potential. I believe in human potential, right? If, if, you, if you look around today, and you think to where we were 20 years ago, or I, remember, I don't remember when the internet officially launched, whenever that was in the 80s, 90s, right? If you think back to where we were 20, 25, 30 years ago, to where we are now, human potential is freaking massive. So here's the deal. We're all humans, we all have a brain, right? How well we utilize that ability, how much we tap into that ability is in our own control. So, I never believed when someone told me, like, I'll give you an example. When I sold cars, right? I was 19 at the time. The guys at the dealership were like in their 40s, right? And I was in school, like, I was in university and I was selling cars at the same time. I need to make enough to pay for, um, well, tuition. I had a scholarship. So, I need to cover enough for books and I wanted a car and insurance so I could do the things I wanted to do, right? So when someone's like, okay, if you work to university, all you're going to make is like 500 bucks a week, whatever that is, just enough for you to be able to live. Right. And I I said, fuck that. Like, I I don't agree with that at all. Why, why do I have to settle for what people tell me I need to settle for? I'm going to go sell cars and I'm going to make a lot of money in school. So when I get out of school, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to rock. I've done what I wanted to do and I'm prepared. But you have to believe that you're actually capable of doing that. So here I am at the dealership and these guys are there and they're like, Oh, you're only working three days a week. You're never going to make any money in this business. And I'm, I'm looking at them wasting time all day, every day and not converting anything. And again, I'm like, fuck that. So what I did was I set up my business. I created a rehash system. I brought my customers in on Saturday. I had five ups on one day that I rebooked from the week. I'd sell them all. And then what would happen is, of course, the other sales guys and, the, and my sales manager at the time were like, oh, well, you, you know, you're stealing all the ups. And I'm like, no, I'm not. I worked them. I rehashed them. I brought them in on Saturday because I'm here so I can convert. You have to believe that you're capable of these things. If you believe that, really believe it. I mean, not not just like, yeah, I could do it. No, but- like, I'm gonna do it. Then you can do it. And any human is capable of that. If, you're, if you've been genetically provided with all the same aptitude that every other human has. Right. And I'm I'm not talking about unfortunate situations. I mean the normal average person, the potential Brian is massive, but go educate yourself, read a book, meet people, talk about where you want to get to in life and talk about it openly. Like I tell my, my, my team, we want to be a hundred million dollars in five years across two provinces. Right. And when I say that, I'm not just saying that like, Oh, that would be cool. No, no, like we're gonna fucking do it. Okay. And here's how we're gonna do it, and we're gonna work together, and you guys are gonna be a part of that. And that that energy when you truly believe in something is 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 um uh, what's it called? It's it's uh like it catches fire, right? Like, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, know, it, it, yeah. And, and but you gotta believe. If you don't so- believe, if you can't close your eyes and envision it, then you won't you won't get there. You just won't.
0: Okay, so let me ask you, so you close your eyes and envision it. So let me, I'm gonna ask you uh, uh, using Canadian words. So (laughs) do you have a personal process for, uh, or or daily habits of how you program yourself, if you will, for success?
1: Um, Well, yeah, I mean, when I wake up in the morning I sit there for a couple minutes, I have my eyes closed and I picture in my mind where I wanna be, right? So I picture the building, I picture the logo on it, even though we're going through rebranding, I'm picturing the new logo now, right? I'm picturing the 50 trucks, I'm picturing the call center with 30 people in it, with headsets and cubicles and great lighting and balloons in the air and whatever that's gonna look like, right? I I picture myself traveling on a plane to Alberta, to our, to our Calgary, uh, uh, plant, right. Or whatever the case might be to, to try to identify what's happening there in our growth. Right. I, I picture myself, um, sitting with brilliant people around a conference room table talking about growth strategies, talking about our tech stack, talking about some of the things that we're going to implement into our process to create a better business, to create a better customer experience. And I do that in the morning. And then I do that at night, every night, you close your eyes and you just start to picture these things. And so when you go about your day, it kind of like resonates with you. It sits with you, right? Right, right on the top of your mind, like this decision or this thing I just did just now that helped me get there. So I don't go golfing during the day, Brian, because I could give a shit about golfing, right? I do what I need to do in order to get to where I want to get to naturally okay now if i didn't want to get there then i might go golfing during the day because now i have the independence to do so right so it all depends on what you want out of yourself but i could tell you this if you really believe and you close your eyes and you picture your success i mean really picture your success in detail with color that 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 will guide and drive you to that success so quickly you couldn't imagine like i remember when my office was inside of a flooring store Behind one door, that was uh, one outbound calling person, uh, one office person, and myself door knocking. That was it. And then I'd get in the truck. I'd rent a truck. I'd drive it to the plant Toronto. I'd pick up all the windows and doors. I'd drive it back. I'd unload it. I'd get it ready. I'd go back out knocking the next morning. I'd go selling me up. That was three and a half years ago, right? That wasn't 20 years ago or 30 years ago. Because I knew every day I got to do this. And then in two months, I'm going to have a warehouse guy here and I can picture the warehouse guy unloading the windows and I'm going to negotiate with my suppliers for them to deliver. And all of a sudden that truck started to show up, wait, now I need a building and I need a warehouse. And all of a sudden that building was there. Right. And then the other building next to it was there. And then it's crazy. Like it, it's, it was just there. Wow. Because I pictured it.
0: I love it. Well, Ken, uh, I this hope that helps been...
1: anybody. I, I sometimes I think I'm a little insane, right? Uh, like, hey,
0: you got to be a little insane.
1: <laughs> I'm honest. I'll tell you exactly what I do. I, I don't yeah. know if people like if what I'm doing makes any sense, but uh, um, well,
0: no, I love it. I think you've given you've given some really some amazing um, insight. I think you've you your story. I, I love your story. You know that I, I love you. I think you're awesome. You're 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 so going places and. You know I think when people talk to you there's you because you believe it, and this is another thing that makes it happen, because Ken believes it, I believe it, I know he 's going to make it happen, and I yeah. see what you know and i see um i and I see what he's doing um in terms of you know going and asking the guy that's a hundred million dollars. How how do you do it? What do I do? And then just you said earlier, blindly doing it. Yeah, and I know I, that
1: sounds crazy, but just no, of faith, no, no,
0: it doesn't sound crazy. It's it's the only way to make it happen.
1: I, I believe that, right? Yeah. And you know, and let's not forget too the people that you bring in when you think that way and you show that belief and that energy, all of a sudden the universe provides you these people right that are just amazing. I'm going to tell you something in every part of my organization, we have amazing capable human beings that, you know, a year ago I didn't have in a year. These people have, you know, our controller, she closed her business. She was making amazing income to join this. I don't know if it's a movement or whatever you want to call it. Right. Um, another gentleman, my, my, our implementer, our business direct uh, developing. Uh, director of business development. He came out of nowhere. He just, he sent me a message on LinkedIn exactly when I needed him. Right. And then I immediately responded. I said, when are you coming to work? And within a week he was in the company. Wow. Right. It's, it's kind of like, it just, it's, I don't know. It's, it's weird. It's there. And and I know that that, that universe works with you in this way um, because it's just been proven time and time again, but you gotta, you gotta believe from your heart yeah. from your soul that that's, you know, that that's going to happen for you. And I'm telling you, Brian, it does.
0: Yeah. Well, you're living proof, my friend. You are living proof. <laughs> well, look, I appreciate you taking the time and coming on and talking with me. I hope that um, everybody listening is, I, I mean, look, I got a lot of value out of this. <laughs> um, so I hope that the I listeners
1: hope so. I hope it helps, have right? to.
0: Um, so Ken, um, I, we will definitely be revisiting you um, at, at, at some point. Um, I know that you have a lot more to offer, but I do, I, I do appreciate you being here. And, um, for everybody that's listening, um, make sure that you go to thewealthycontractor.com, thewealthycontractor.com. Make sure that you, um, Uh, Sign up there so you get access to all of these podcasts immediately when they are um, released. And also, there's a bunch of extra stuff that you get um, when you get on the Wealthy Contractor uh, mailing list. So with that, again, Ken, thank you very much. Hey,
1: Brian, just really quick. Squad Help. That's the company that helped us with logo and name. Uh, What was it? Squad Help. Squad Help.
0: Awesome. Cool. I'll put that into the into the show notes. All right, everybody. So until next time, this is Brian Kaskavalsian with G4 Marketing Group, and this is the Wealthy Contractor Podcast. All right. So that's it for today's episode of the Wealthy Contractor Podcast. Let me ask you, did it help you look at your business in a new way? Did it spark an idea or ideas you hadn't thought of before? Do you have a list of action items that you can take and implement into your business or your life today? I really hope so. Now, before you go, make sure you subscribe to the Wealthy Contractor podcast so you get access to the latest episodes as soon as they're available. We're always striving to provide you with great content so you don't wanna miss what's coming up. And a favor I'd really appreciate it if you'd go to iTunes and post a review of this podcast. Let us know how we're doing. And finally, we started the Wealthy Contractor as a resource to help you, the home improvement entrepreneur, regardless of where you are on the wealthy scale, get where you want to go. We want to provide you with the motivation, the confidence, the resources, and the tools so you too can live the life of the Wealthy Contractor. Now, the wealthy contractor is a place where it's okay for you to want it all. In fact, it's not only okay, it's encouraged. So until next time, this is Brian Kaskovalsian with g 4 Marketing.